0: Daniel Day, submissive, likes eating poison mushrooms. This is Spoilers. This is (laughs) Spoilers. hey Welcome to Spoilers. It's just me and Jordan tonight. Jordan, what's up? How's it going, man? Uh, Not too bad. I'm having a little bit better time than you. You hated the Phantom Thread. I wasn't a huge fan. What did you not like about it? It's just... (laughs) (laughs)
1: like i came away from it and i think the big question in my mind was can you have classical music with good acting and like pretty good cinematography with no story and is it still (laughs) a good movie because the story just isn't there for me at all like i think the performances were solid to to pretty good and everything else about the movie was pretty solid and the story is just nothing i don't don't know what it like what did you think
0: i i I feel like it's a movie with a lot of good ingredients but i don't know if it's like a fun movie to watch in a lot of ways i feel like it's kind of like uh like a classical book you have to read in high school or something i like that like it's like it's it's you can recognize that it's really good but it doesn't make it like enjoyable to like intake it's like the great gatsby of movies like you know it's like <laughs> you probably should see i mean we should also mention that we're, we're we're recording this on january 23rd 2018 the day that 2018 oscar nominations were announced uh and this pulled down six big oscar nominations uh let me just get your reaction to each one first and foremost best actor in a leading role daniel day lewis deserving
1: meh i think <laughs> I think we kind of talked in uh, the the Jim Carrey documentary uh, podcast about like is method acting like a legit thing, and I think Daniel Day Lewis is like known for that sort of approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think he's he's pretty good, but I think he just plays like a like kind of a dull artist that like has to be in his shit all the time, and so I. I don't think that that's like the most challenging role to like blow up every every fifth minute on some girl.
0: He is like extremely sub like a rest- excuse me. <laughs> he is extremely restrained <laughs> and subdued in his performance. Like he doesn't. He has this weird cadence of speaking, and his character is very um, OCD. Uh, the yeah. character's name, by the way, is Renal. Reynolds- jeremiah woodcock and i think that that last name uh woodcock yeah woodcock that's not unintentionally (laughs) phallical like this is very much a story (laughs) of like a man and a woman and specifically a man with mommy issues um so like did, did you pick up what what happened to his mom um like why did she die or something
1: I was very confused about that as well. I, that's one of the things that I wanted to ask you about. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, like I feel like I was missing something there.
0: Well, I mean, if it is mentioned, it's mentioned at the very beginning. Like he goes on this date and he's like all talking about his mom, like, like how how awesome she was and whatever. Um, he's he's also like the world's greatest fashion designer, but was she a, was yeah. she
1: a dressmaker too?
0: I, or yeah. oh yeah, she taught him how to make dresses. That okay. was like the all right, thing. All right. Yeah. But, yeah, so he's, like, obsessed with his mom. And then, like, the whole rest of the story is basically, like, the interplay of him, Mr. Woodcock, and his <laughs> dealings with, other, like, the other women in his life. One of them being his sister, uh, who's played by Leslie Manville. Her name was Sarah uh, Woodcock. And mm-hmm. she also garnered a Best Actress in a Supporting Role nomination. Uh, deserving of that, Jordan?
1: Wait, did uh, who is uh, did Vicky Cripes Creeps? Did she get any nominations in here too? Because I thought that she was much
0: more compelling than, um, Cyril. She did not get a nomination, and I think this is like Ugh. her first thing, Vicky Cripes, um, the Muse character, right? I guess. Yeah,
1: I would say so. And like his love interest, on and off. Um, I think that Cyril was also pretty, like, kind of like. Sir Woodcock here was pretty like one dimensional mm-hmm. and I thought that um, Vicky Greeps' character Alma who does like you said play the muse I think that she at least had some like depth to her like she she kind of surprised us towards the middle and end I guess and I don't know I think that she like she, I felt like she shone more than either the other two for me at least.
0: Daniel day 26 years older than Vicky Gripes, by the way big age difference and there. looks every bit yeah um I, and I guess main spoiler too so the relationship between daniel day lewis and, and vicky and leslie like i said is, is definitely like the center of the movie um mm-hmm. leslie or sorry Cyril is always like she's such a stone wall stone cold bitch in a lot of ways <laughs> <laughs> like she's just like so like on um emotional and like when daniel or when reynolds turns to her for help like she just shuts him down all the time like she says like you're nothing without me like i'm like yeah. that i guess that kind of like him seeking pain is kind of what comes up at the end of the movie because alma uh f- feeds him poison mushrooms once a little bit and he gets sick and then they fall like more <laughs> in love And then she does it again. So weird. And so, like, the very last shot of the movie, like, she, like, dumps a whole big thing of poison mushrooms and a big thing of butter, which he knows he hates. And, like, he realizes what's (laughs) going on and he eats it anyway. And it turns out, like, he's into feeling sick and, like, her, like, taking care of him. Like, he's, like, seeking out that mommy role. I think
1: that they're kind of the relationship between these three is pretty well fleshed out, like, in one of the first scenes or at least, like, in the first 20, 30 minutes when he, he brings Alma home for the first time mm-hmm. to his, like, estate and takes her upstairs to, like, his design room where he has, like, all this fabric and stuff. And he, um like, strips her down to just, like, her nightgown or, like, whatever it's called that you wear under, like, a bunch of mm-hmm. dress things. And Alma um, thinks
0: it's, like, sexy time, too. Like, she's, like, smiling. Yeah. She's, like, getting into it. But...
1: Yeah, she loves it. and She, like, feels yeah like if she thinks it's sexy time as you say pappy (laughs) it's business time
0: and (laughs) he's got his business socks on mr woodcock (laughs) down to his business sock
1: um and then cyril comes up the stairs like into this attic space that they're in and she like sits down with a book and they proceed uh woodcock proceeds to like read out the girl's measurements like Mm -hmm. alma's measurements and he's like you have no breasts She's like I, I know I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a weird like power dynamic. Um and he's like reading out the the measurements to his sister and so she's like also criticizing her at the same time. And it kind of sets up like a weird vibe like they're up until she poisons him at least, I think.
0: Like the three of them are always like in a power struggle at any given mm-hmm. moment, right? Yeah. Like yeah. It's either like him blowing up on Alma or, like, Sarah just totally, like, manhandling him. Or, like, he'll get on a power trip because, like, he'll have, like, a big sale or something. But, like, he also, like, he's such a goofy character. Like, he has, like, this, like, dress sale. And then, like, he that also makes him sick. And that's kind of, like, the first taste that Alma gets. That, like, oh, if I'm, like, motherly to him. Yeah. And, and one of the other scenes, too, is when he's sick. I think one of the best scenes in the whole movie is, like, the movie is so monotone in tone the whole time and like at one point he eats the shrooms and like I thought I was gonna go like in a more psychedelic direction but like he sees his mom (laughs) he sees his mom in the bedroom like the ghost of his mom and like it's such like a actual moment of something happening in the narrative compared to like everything else it's like so jarring like did you like that part what were you thinking when the mom shows up
1: I, I mean, I can't say that I, that I liked it. No, I had two other favorite parts. Okay. And one, so one is, um, which I think you have said is your favorite movie line of the year.
0: What precisely is the nature of my game? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Pappy, you've posted that on Instagram and Twitter so far. I think yeah. with the SpongeBob, as like, you know what I he's can. supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> in the group thread everywhere the mocking spongebob
0: meme is what i used
1: (laughs) (laughs) um so that was one of my favorites and then also the scene during breakfast where they turn the mic volume on alma all the way up when she's buttering Mm -hmm. her toast and he just loses his shit on her, and just because she's like scraping butter across her toast, and I think it's like double because it, he perceives it as being really loud, but also he hates butter so much,
0: <laughs> dude. Yeah, it just keeps going back to how much he hates butter. Like he blows up several <laughs> times.
1: I don't know what butter ever did to him, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> but the, I, I'm surprised the sound design, I guess, didn't get a nomination because they pretty much nominated everything else. Um, yeah, even though that didn't the the score was nominated by uh, the score by Johnny Greenwood. I don't know what else he's done. but while I check on that, what do you think about the score? It's I thought it was one of the more catchy, memorable scores of the year
1: yeah, i I really like the score. like i I made a joke about it earlier. like, can you have a movie with just like classical music playing behind it? but it's it's not just purely classical to be classical. It does like, I think it really kind of ties the movie together and keeps things rolling and mm-hmm. keeps you intrigued, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, there's like without without that, I think it would
1: really fall apart and be even more dull than I already thought it was. There's like
0: the one main theme called Phantom Thread, and then they do it like three times, like mm-hmm. once is with piano, like once is with strings, and then there's like the one at the end. Bah, bah,
1: Phantom Thread.
0: leave the theater then that's like playing over the credits it's like super catchy I could see this maybe sneak in one away from The Shape of Water Um, but one I think it's definitely going to win Best Achievement in Costume Design uh, the fourth of its nominations Jordan you know a lot about um, 19th century dressmaking where the dress is accurate what what are your opinions on those yes (laughs)
1: No, I, that's actually one of the things that I I didn't necessarily notice because it's not something that I'm knowledgeable about during the movie. But that's one of the things that's come up a lot as I've read um, like opinion pieces and like quick reviews on IMDb and stuff that like the, um, the costume design is very accurate to the time period. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I would say that a lot of the dresses are beautiful and stuff like in a classical dress sort of way. Um, but like I, I have no way of knowing if they match the time period of like the mid '50s post-war London. Um, and from everything that I've seen, it it is very accurate um, to the
0: time. They don't, they don't get too much into like the changing. Fa- like it's just like taken for granted. Oh, he's a genius. Like he kind of loses right. it a little bit towards the middle, but that's because he needs to like get sick again or something. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't really. <laughs> delve into his business or like the changing <laughs> fashions or anything like that. It's just kind of like an excuse to have this, these two people fall in line. You know what I mean? It, they could have, he could have been yeah. like, really good at anything. Like, he could have been a movie like, a director. He could have been super passionate about anything. The real story is like well, the interplay and the, the power struggle. Yeah.
1: I actually I've that's been a few of the like kind of tidbits that I've seen also in those same reviews that I've been reading is that is this kind of Paul Thomas Anderson um, making a statement about, like, being a perfectionist and, like, is the dressmaking, like, an analogy to, like, making a movie and, like, every thread is, like, a different part of the movie as you're stitching them together. Um, I don't know if that really holds up under any scrutiny, um, Mm. but there was one thing. So, early early in the movie, he, and this is in the trailer, too, so it kind of sticks out. He makes a comment about how he would, like, so messages into dresses and like do secret things like in the in the seams of stuff and like he mentions it and it it doesn't go anywhere like i that's what i like picked up from the trailer is like oh like maybe this will be like something interesting he's got like i don't know like it's not gonna be like a da vinci code but Mm -hmm. i don't know something along that trail and it just like never comes up again like what do you make anything? in No, there? I'm glad
0: you mentioned the trailer because I feel like the trailer is super misleading. Like, and like the the lines that mm. they do pull, like,
1: yes. there's
0: one line where he says something like, "There's a shadow of death over this house." It's really just him in the in the context of the movie being melodramatic about uh, her presence. <laughs> yes, but then the way they use it in the trailer, it's like people are dying and shit. You know what I mean? Like, any, like yeah, even like, the, you think, you think know, he's gonna
1: kill her. Yeah,
0: and she doesn't even really try to kill him. Really, you know what I mean? Like. It's more of a weird form of bonding they have. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, Um, to like to
1: like reel him in back to her, kind of. Yeah,
0: on the perfectionist note, though, that's interesting because I I was looking at or watching this interview with him and uh, your brother Josh's favorite director, Ryan Johnson, and um, they he mentions that like Daniel Day Lewis was very involved in the writing of the script, not so much that he was writing but that like paul thomas anderson was constantly bringing the script as he was writing it to daniel day lewis and like getting ideas from him and bouncing ideas off and stuff so like it could have easily just been about like daniel day lewis's pursuit of perfection as much as pta's um that's but yeah yeah. pta did get a best achievement in directing and this was uh nominated for motion picture of the year um Jordan, I'm going to gather that this probably wasn't one of your favorite movies of the year, then you wouldn't put it up there.
1: Uh, I mean, it's it's right there behind Boss Baby. So oh shit. Ma- ma- make of that what you will.
0: Boss Baby also <laughs> nominated for an Academy Award this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, let, let me be completely honest. I lost our Oscar prediction game last year. So I have no, um, no, like real credibility when it comes to predicting how these movies will do.
0: You're playing again um, this year, though, right?
1: I might recuse myself. No, you have to. You have
0: to defend your <laughs> loss.
1: My fucking, I lost by so many points <laughs> last year. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to do some work to actually watch some of the movies this year, though, because last year I was not as into it. And just kind of threw some down.
0: But doesn't um, this feel like a movie that the Academy of Motion Pictures and whatever arts and sciences, arts and crafts, would <laughs> <laughs> would love? Like it feels like, it. like I said, it has all of the pieces that like it checks all the boxes for like a, a classic.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Like it's a it's a period piece and it's like well done, like cinematography wise, good score, like we've talked about. Um, I would say the performance, like we said before, the performances are all pretty good, obviously, like we argued over the um, Alma versus Cyril actress nomination. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would, I would agree that it's kind of got all those things. It's got a very prominent actor and a very prominent director at this point. Um, but I definitely think I've seen several other movies this year that have it beat out by a mile but personally for me.
0: Would you give it a yes or no on our binary rating scale?
1: Uh, i've softened a bit on it like after giving it a few days because i did watch this like sunday afternoon and it's tuesday as we're recording um it's still a no for me Mm. um there were a couple a couple other of our spoilers co-hosts have been talking about it in the group chat and i haven't said it explicitly but i can't wait to just say like guys don't waste your fucking time
0: like
1: <laughs> it's it like i said before it's dull and i think there's lots better movies that you can watch what do you think
0: yeah i i'm with you in that like when i left the theater i was i was pretty kind of pissed because it it at a, it didn't like give me a lot like in the theater as far as an experience like it wasn't that interesting i kept waiting for something to happen when like the littlest mm. thing like i said does happen like a, like a ghost or a hallucination shows up it, it it's just like oh yeah there's like actually things that can happen in a narrative rather than just like weird <laughs> germanic unplaceable accents but the more that i've thought about it i kind of it's just such a weird movie and like i've been trying to figure out like what is he trying to say with this and even like yeah. having this conversation with you i think has been interesting so i'm going to give it a yes like i i think that if you watch this movie you watch it from the perspective of like oh i just like really appreciate film and i want to see like almost like shakespearean elements playing out but that being said like i didn't have fun when i watched it like i have more fun talking about it with you than like actually watching the movie (laughs)
1: yeah
0: i i get why it's nominated for a lot of awards and i wouldn't be surprised if it like popped up on like you know like an afi 100 list just because it's the kind of thing that critics eat up you know what i mean like
1: yeah i i mean it's interesting that you say that because you've kind of brought it up twice now is that it feels like a classical novel or like a shakespearean like play of some kind You, you know like it it has that feel of like a at least to me like there's a there's things going on and I don't understand the point all the time. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's 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 dramatic, but like part of that is because of the like the background and like the music and stuff. And so I feel like it's more dramatic than it maybe actually is. And so I I don't know, and I, I addressed it earlier. I think the story is lacking, like you said, the narrative, the like there's a few points where it kind of gets interesting and you're like, ah, like, what's going to happen. But I would feel like nothing ever comes yeah. of it. Really. Well, there's
0: like, yeah. there's a difference between like what happens in a movie and what a movie's about. I think like what this movie's about is pretty interesting. Like a, a, a man who's kind of like a man child with like mommy issues who like has this weird power dynamic struggle. But like, like I said, that could have been placed in like any setting and like you know, there will be blood. That and that also could have kind of been anywhere in a lot of ways. But like building wells and shit blowing up and stuff—that's awesome. Like this is just so like <laughs> this is just not like what I'm into. But yeah. I, I I get why people love it, and I, I get I get every opinion on it. If you hate it or if you love it, I can completely understand it. But I'll give it a yes. So it's one yes, one no. What what food would that make this, Jordan?
1: Uh, <laughs> day like day old something <laughs> I, I don't know right, day does it old have to be milk related something. still
0: i don't know <laughs> but how about
1: how about like some cereal that's been sitting around for a while it's pretty soggy but could still eat it
0: how about some uh sauteed woodcock <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's all you man <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right well that was spoilers um Listen to our other episodes where we break down uh, older movies. Uh, we call those movie review episodes. Um, other than that, take it away. But what, what
1: do we have coming up, Abby?
0: Ooh, we have the 150th epi- Epiversary episode where it's a Trivia Night extravaganza recorded right before Thanksgiving. And we Ooh, also. Who's have been editing that? nobody <laughs> it's just been oh, so shit. on the shelf
1: i thought that might have been lost on the cutting room floor for oh, a it's... while. it's been months
0: <laughs> we have the loser of that punishment episode following shortly after <laughs> we have willow hosted by mikey and then we have uh the oscar pick'em show coming up in the middle of february where jordan will be defending his title as the worst oscar predictor in spoilers
1: What did I have to host last year as punishment? It was the one with Jeff Goldblum and, uh, Oh shit. shit, What was it called? Robin
0: Williams. Um, yeah. The Fisher King.
1: Yeah. The the, the Fisher King.
0: (laughs) See what movie Jordan will host this year. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. That was spoilers.
1: (laughs) Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review by searching for movie spoilers. Clicking on the cereal bowl, select the reviews tab, and leave us some stars and some words. That was spoilers.
0: What precisely is the nature of my game?